Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring 20s podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ring 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. I miss my friend. Oh, my God. I miss my friend. You are the friend that I'm talking about. No, no, you're the friend I'm talking about, too. Ellie just started crying as you said that. So you oh, miss yeah, she misses she me, even though she camera. hasn't met me yet. Through camera. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Would you like to go on a walk with me? Friend? Such a much task. I know. I mean, we, we definitely could be better about like scheduling like a FaceTime walk of sorts, but it's not the same. It's just it's not. not the Our same. Whole podcast started based on a walk. Hello. Hello. It, it, and like, yes, like Facebook, Facebook, what, what is happening? FaceTime is wonderful and I'm very grateful for it, but it is not the same. It's not. I think also for both of us, like I find, and this is just being like super transparent, like I think we're both, it is not a waste of time. So that is not, the, that's not the right word. But I do think that we're both people that like, the pro- the project no the productivity portion of us I think takes over sometimes where I'm like oh we'll call when I'm driving or we'll call when I'm walking myself yes like, we ha- like we always want to do something with it not because yeah. we don't value each other but because we feel like if we're solely doing some sort of connection during the workday that somehow we're not like working hard enough yeah. oh my god totally a hundred percent yeah even like a couple of my friends had texted me this week like can we schedule a call and like I'm like trying to schedule it around the same time I would like take ghosts for a walk like just because in my brain I'm like oh gotta do two things at once yeah yeah no and I think that's like a very honest thing and it's not to downplay like how much we care about our people I think it honestly just goes to show like our like hustle culture honestly of like oh well if I'm doing that and that also goes for both of us who are very like if I don't get enough connection from people or like feel connected like I do feel sad (laughs) so uh, I feel very sad yeah it is important the only thing for me though which I think I struggle with is that like spending time in person with people I love feels relaxing to me but talking to people on the phone feels like work to me yeah I get that no and like I wish I could change that because like I always feel good after and like I'm glad that I connected but like I don't have that same sense of like oh I'm hanging out with my friend and relaxing that I do when I'm like with someone in person when I like for some reason it feels like so much more difficult and requires so much more energy to do like a phone or FaceTime it's so weird No, I I honestly agree though. And I think a big part of that comes to with like the types of friendships that we have, like something that I love and treasure about our friendships is that of course, although we love a plan, we love an itinerary, we love like a thing. I also think that what I value is that when we're with our friends, unless it's like an event of sorts where like we want to do certain things, there's not this pressure to entertain. Like you can just exist, which is why I think that last time that you visited you here, um, where I just felt like not that I didn't feel right about our friendship because that's not the right thing, but like it felt so authentic to us because it was like we had moments where we were just existing while like we were that doing other is, things. Yeah. 
that's always my favorite thing. Like that's one of my favorite things to do with people I love is just be in the same place. Like we don't need to talk. We don't need to do an activity. Like you can do your work. I can do my work. But if we're in the same place, it feels so good. Yeah. And I think that's what, I think that's what it is, is like, I think when you're on a FaceTime, especially if it's for like a a shorter amount of time, like let's even, let's say it's even a half hour to an hour. Like I think there is this need to like fill the space at all Mm. times versus when you have more time in a more relaxed situation you don't right, have to you can it. just be right right and you can catch up and you can talk but you can also just be and you can like do like interact with the environment around you you're right it's like you have to be so much more on when you're on like a phone call or a yeah. facetime when you when the point of it is to like talk and catch up yeah yeah and, and I think it does take away like whereas if you were in person you would be possibly doing something together besides talking whereas like I don't know. I think there's just like this thing about staying still when you're on your phone, but you're thinking about all these other things. So anyway, that yeah, valid. Thanks. Okay, let's move into our favorite segment of the day. It's time for pride and pickle. Woo! My pride. My pride this week is I. Feel like I've just been noticing so many things like coming together recently. Like, I don't know, just in life. Like, there's so much more. And this is as a sense of wanting to tell like myself a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, um, that like all these things that I worried about like are happening. Like, I feel like I'm just starting to feel that sensation that we've talked about a bunch of times where it's like, I feel like I'm putting in all this work, but I'm not seeing the yeah. outcome. And I feel like although like nothing is perfect, I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm starting to see a lot of my efforts in so many different ways in, in like career in relationship in relationship to my family, um, in, in a lot of things just come together. And I'm just feeling very grateful for that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling super, super grateful for that. And it's just something where I, I feel like it's just an extra layer of, we do worry so much and we do take so much joy out of our own lives. So just a reminder for anyone who's listening now, like I, I wish I really believed that a couple Mm. of years ago and didn't cause myself like so much anguish, but Mm. I really do believe for myself and for everyone that like the work we're putting in today is working towards something. Oh, that is a good reminder, but I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and, um, and then my pickle, my pickle is, um, that I guess I'll just talk about it because she's crying now. Um, that'll be my pickle. Okay is that I'm definitely struggling with navigating like any separation anxiety that Ellie's having. Um, Because I think that sometimes people can look at things like that as like, oh, it's so much easier and like they have to learn. And that's all true. I absolutely agree with that. But I think there's obviously like a a layer of like emotional where you like don't want to be the one to cause that even if they will like learn and and get over it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just trying to navigate it because it's not quite something I like know how to handle because I'm like okay well will she learn by experience or yeah there another way yeah oh no I definitely struggled with that too and it's hard but the truth is is that they do they have to learn and like you're not doing her any favors by not teaching her you know and like so that's the thing that like I always tried to come back to is that like this is this is ultimately good for her like to learn this um yeah. And sometimes like, I don't like being a, not a parent, obviously we're not parents, but like dog moms are being like responsible for someone sometimes means that like they have, like you have to deal with hard stuff, but that's like how you yeah. learn. Yeah, definitely. 
and and I think it's it's just like so much like respect honestly for for anyone because I literally can't imagine like a kid um but just so much respect I guess for people who like take the time to like figure this all out because I don't I literally regret nothing I love her so much but I do I think almost I'm like man like should I have you know we always ask ourselves like should I have done something differently should I have learned all of these things before we're like I think it's okay to learn along the way yeah of course but yeah you know it comes up so Yeah. yeah I'm getting that but you gotta you know you gotta stick to your guns and like do what you need to do so that you can live your life and also like have her be sufficient and you know able to to be alone because it's actually really important for dogs to be independent yes yes and I was telling Julia like for a couple moments right before we started the show that I was talking to um a friend who's a professional dog trainer and I was just so interesting because she put it so beautifully and I keep trying to come back to that where she was like you will get like if you put in the work now, you will get so many beautiful, fulfilling years of like joy, like true joy with your pup versus like, if you don't put in the work now, then like, you're just setting yourself up for so much more anguish. Oh, down the line. So it yep. was a good way of putting it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. This is now a dog podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're going to move on now. <laughs> Julie, what's your pet and pickle? Um, my pickle. Oh boy. Okay. So Mercury is retrograde. And we just had a lunar eclipse on what day was it? Two days ago on sun Sunday. Don't yeah. look at me. <laughs> on Sunday. We had a lunar eclipse on Sunday, which you feel throughout the week afterwards. And Mercury is retrograde. And boy, is this astrology got me. Like it has got me. Uh, uh yeah. I am just having one of those weeks. One, I for some reason, I'm like very affected by the moon, my moon's in Taurus, which is like your emotional life. So I'm like very affected by that. Um, So I always feel really rough after an eclipse because an eclipse, like, you know, the sun and the moon, the sun eclipses the moon. So the light is out. So what like they call that in astrology is like that there's like power outages, basically. Um, And so eclipse eclipse is like, not usually really a good omen. People love the eclipse, but like, it's actually not super cute astrology. It's like, usually more difficult. And it's about like your inner life and your emotions and like, things you have to like deal with. Um, And it also like literally like eclipses energy um, and light. And so I always feel that like the week after eclipse, I like always feel like very like tired and like emotional and also it's mercury retrograde. So I'm just having one of those weeks where just like everything is going wrong. And like most for the most of the part, like not big things, but you know, like how you have, and then there's one big thing, which I'll tell you, but um, you know how like you have those days where like nothing is really going so bad but you just feel like everything is going wrong because like you get out of bed and you stub your toe and then you like go to the kitchen and you knock over your glass and you like you know it's like those little things that make the whole day feel like the world is against you so I've been having that happen since Monday and yesterday my laptop broke um because I spilt a tiny amount of water on my laptop and now it's dead so my laptop fucking broke and my astrology for yesterday was soggy situations and I was like that's really rude oh my god and mercury retrograde is all about technology malfunctioning so I was like you're coming for me planets you're coming for me 
Wow. So what are you on right now? So I got a new laptop. Thank God. But I, you know, it's not a fun experience and it's not a cheap experience. And um, so that was a huge bummer. And then like, you know, like takes time because you have to go to the store and order a new one and get it all done and blah, 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 and see if they can fix the old one. So that's been not fun. So I'm definitely having one of those weeks where it's just like, yeah, nothing's going in my favor. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. Do you, do you feel like when you have a week like that, like, do you, I'm just curious about your mentality. Do you feel like you're like, okay, well I have to like do as much as I can tomorrow. Or do you kind of just like call the whole week a wash? Um, I try not to call the whole week a wash. I try to just take it day by day. Yeah. Um, so yesterday I was having like super shitty day, like literally woke up, stubbed my toe, walked into the bathroom, hit my elbow, <laughs> like spilled a gl- another glass of water. Laptop wasn't working, uh, was supposed to like have two meetings. Both meetings got canceled. Like that was like just how the day was going. Yeah. Um, and so I was like feeling super shitty. Um, and on top of that, I was tired. I like didn't sleep good the night before, like just feeling super, super shitty. And so I, tr- what I did yesterday, which this can be my pride because I, uh, it was amazing. Um, I was like, I know today is already shitty, but I want to try to not like push through it because I'm like, I'm going to let it be shitty, but I'm going to try to find joyful moments in the shittiness. Um, so what I did, I was like, I'm going to take a picture of all the little things today that make me happy. So like throughout the day, I just like took a picture of all the things that made me happy. And like, literally it was like a pretty cactus I saw, um, like my acai bowl for lunch, but like I did some work in a bookshop and I took a picture of like my tea in the bookshop, like just a picture of ghosts, like really little things. But at the end of the day, when I got in bed, cause I was worried at the end of the day, I would get in bed and like, just be super down. Um, so yeah. this way, instead of getting in bed and feeling super down when I got in bed to do like my wins, cause I felt like I didn't have a lot of wins that day, even though I did, I actually had a lot of wins through the shittiness, but like when I got into bed to do my wins that day, if I couldn't like find a lot of wins to, at least I would have like all these pictures of little things that made me happy. And I can like look at those before going to sleep at night. And it actually was like really great because yesterday was super shitty, but I found a lot of joy in the shittiness of the day. Um, And it doesn't make the day unshitty and like, that's fine. And I think that you can just like accept that and be like, that's fine. Some days suck, but you can still find joy in those days and you can still have wins in those days. I think sometimes, I don't know, I think maybe you kind of do this too, bud, but we can like uh, allow one or two things to rule the whole day. And I'm trying not to do that. Like, I feel like a lot of times I'll be like, okay, this, this, this went wrong. That day just sucks. And there's nothing good about that day. And like letting one thing affect that whole thing. And I'm trying to just let myself not color the whole day with one color. Like it can be a shitty day that also has good moments, or it can be a great day that also has some shitty moments and like not trying to ascribe such a strong like label to a day one way or the other. Yeah. I love that too. And I think it's, it's super relatable definitely to, to myself. And I think like in 
to add on to that kind of, and I don't know if you feel this, but I, I think that a lot of times, like there, are, it's also dependent on what the shitty things are around or what the shitty things prevent me from doing right. or make me feel like they prevent me because there are so many things that I feel like could go wrong that I actually handle really well and like don't let affect me. But if the things that are impacted are things I might be like insecure about or feeling off about, like in, in phases like that, then I feel like I do let it determine more of it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think this is not so much now I'm so different about this now, but just as an example to make it tangible is like, if I am insecure about my body and I miss a workout, something like that would shift the way I felt about my day because of where that's coming from versus like, yeah, somebody was, um, I don't know, did something wrong at work. Like I probably would give it less worth, but if something at work, if somebody was mean to me and said, I have poor work ethic or something, then that would directly target insecure spots. So I think it just depends on what it is. But, um, I think regardless of what it is, even if it hits a trigger point, and maybe like prevents you, I'm sure if your laptop broke, you couldn't really do much of your work, which is a big piece yeah. of um, stuff. So I'm, I'm sure that that was like really hard. So I really respect that you like thought to do that and to take pictures of little things, especially to give you that extra push at the end of the night. Cause it's so easy to just be like, oh, well, there's nothing special about this, but it's, it's really true that when you look for those things, you see them, but sometimes when we're not actively looking or thinking about it in those ways it's easy to assume they don't exist oh yeah and like sometimes you have to make yourself look for them you have to make yourself look for like the things you're grateful for like the good things that happen throughout the day um but I I think that it is a great tool for not allowing like us to just like throw away the whole day and let it be a wash like so that, so to answer like your before, question before of like, if I'm feeling like I'm having a shitty week and yes, I would, if I had to like, which I'm trying not to do, but like, if I like had to like tell you if like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were like either good days or bad days and I had no choice, I would say they were pretty not great days, <laughs> but yeah. like, um, but I'm not going to, but I'm trying one not to do that and say like, yeah, there were some good things that happened Monday and some bad things that happened Monday or like. So trying to like not wash them and then also not let it affect like each new day because each day is a new day and I'm not going to just be like, well, fuck this week because I think it's so easy to do that to be like, fuck this week, this week fucking sucks. Like, let's just get to the weekend and then let it be next week, which like, yeah, of course I'm human. Like I've felt that way the past few days, but I'm trying to just be like, today is today and like you'll find the good things in the day. And then like tomorrow you will wake up and you will start again and you don't know what tomorrow is going to be. And if tomorrow is shitty too, like it's okay. Yeah, like, you'll yeah. get through that day as well. Totally. Yeah. And I think it does add to evidence. Like I think I, I love when people say, even if it sounds cliche that like you've made it through all of your hardest days, but I do think that like, as of, as time goes on, it's definitely something that I come back to that saying, just because it's like, it, it adds to the evidence of every shitty day we've experienced. We've obviously made it through in some way and Mm -hmm. I think that finding all of these new ways to kind of deal with those shitty days just makes your experience through them not easier because obviously they still are hard um but just like I don't know being able to navigate through it so I'm happy for you I'm proud of you for doing that because it's not easy it's especially when it's something that really means something to you I think it's the quote-unquote easier option is to call it a wash or to whatever but yeah I, I love that you did that 
Right. Yeah. That is the easier option to be like, everything sucks. The whole world is against me. Like, blah, blah. It's so much easier to fall into that mentality. Mm-hmm. But like, that's where also like my love for astrology comes into play. Cause I'm like, okay, like there's stuff happening in the sky that I understand affects this stuff. Like, that's fine. Like, what can I do? Work with it. I'm not going to resist it. I'm not going to like fight against it. I'm going to accept that. Like, there might be some challenges these next few days and I will do my best to just work with them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's that, but I do recommend the picture exercise for anybody that's having a shitty day. Did I do my pride? Oh, my pride was the picture exercise. Yeah. Oh, that is the pride. Okay. I thought it was, I thought it was your, oh, the pickle was the shitty day. The pride was the pride was the taking the photos of the things. It was a really fun tool. And I suggest it to anybody that might be having a crappy day. Everybody knows that Brenda and I are super big on habits and creating and maintaining habits that help us to live our best lives. And sometimes we need a little help tracking those habits so that we can make sure we are staying on top of things in order to reach our goals, whatever those goals may be. And that's why today we are talking about Noom. Noom is a great tool to help you track your habits to reach your health and wellness goals, whatever those goals may be. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to help people take control of their habits for good. Through a combination of technology, psychology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health goals. And this is so personal. And Noom understands that everybody's goals are unique. And what works for someone else might not work for you. And that's why Noom's approach adapts to your life. Lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress and not perfection, which we love, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that is comfortable and right for you, whatever those goals may be. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V. Wow, what a beautiful tool. Thank you. Um, you had a, a point you wanted to bring up. Yeah, I think it fits honestly well into like your pride and pickle situation. Um, I think that's something that we've been talking about a little bit with some of our friends or that I've seen coming up in conversations is just like the meaning and worth and weight that we attach to our thoughts. And I think that that's super relevant to what you just kind of talked about with your pride and pickle. Um, is yeah, I just think it's so common. Like, I think when we have certain thoughts, it's super like our next automatic thing is like, what does this mean? What does this say about me? What does this say about my position in life? What is, you know, like just attributing such deep meaning to it where I really do think that sometimes we just have thoughts and they don't really mean anything. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I think about like all of the, I don't know, like if I were to do like an actual audit of all of the random thoughts that go through my brain, like I really don't believe that all of them have meaning. And for me to, cause I've done this before in terms of like adding so much, like, oh, what does that say about me? Um, or what does this say about this friendship or whatever? Of course, a lot of them do have meaning, but I think that we, if we really are honest with ourselves, um, can probably like answer if they have as much meaning as we might fear they do. And I think a lot of times when we like ruminate so intensely or kind of mm-hmm. spiral, is out of fear that there is a deeper meaning. 
Right. So what do you usually do if you have a thought that you feel like is that you're like ascribing a lot of weight to that doesn't really deserve it? And how do you like, how do you determine that for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's not easy, especially depending on what it's about. Like I keep bringing up like the insecurity thing, but I think for me, like if, if someone were to, I think it comes back to belief and like your actual underlying belief. And I'll use an example of, we had Daryl Stinson on months and maybe years ago at this point. Oh my God. I, just, I love Daryl. That's a great episode. Everyone go listen to that right? episode. To it. It's a so good. So good. And what I remember him, was it even him? I don't, I think so. Where he said, like, basically if somebody comes up to you and like says you're a bird, like you're going to be like, what? Right. Like what? Because you know, with every part of you that you are a human being, <laughs> like you will just be so confused. So I think that like if someone were to come up to me and be like, Brenda, you're an awful daughter. I would not even think twice about it because I know with every part of me, despite whatever moments you might have, we're like, oh, I could be better. I know that I'm a good fucking daughter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give that thought much meaning. Yeah. Um, or if somebody said it to me, I wouldn't give it much because I'd have all these things to defend it. But I think when it comes to insecurity, like something for myself that I I know I still like question is I'm like, oh, like is my relationship to myself like as positive as I would expect for it to be at this point like stuff like that or like little signs of things I'm continuously um insecure about example like right now I'm in a um leadership position at work and like thoughts that I know have a lot of uh that come up from you're like am I even deserving of being in a position like this Mm -hmm. do I have the experience those those having those thoughts doesn't mean that those thoughts are true. They're coming from a place of insecurity and wanting to do my best and, and whatnot, but like the level of belief that I give those thoughts are different. So I think that it's like literally coming back to what we talked to in the beginning of our, of time of like, what is true? Like what's a fact and what's a feeling and really Mm. like getting clear on the difference because it's not a fact that I'm not qualified for something like this. So I think having like, those um it's not tools having like the evidence to back up what the facts are um but I think also just like being careful about the level of of energy and I really think it just comes from different insecurities I feel like I'm almost talking in circles no I think I'm glad that you gave that and I want you to keep going, but I'm glad you gave that example because I think sometimes it's hard to understand what we're saying when we're talking about such abstract yeah. things. So giving an example like that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's helpful because I do, like I know, for example, like on, on things I've personally struggled with also in the past, like when they're more serious, when they're more like scary and tied to like our deepest insecurities, like for me, over the past year, like a big thing that's been coming up for me has been like, is my relationship with food and my body and fitness really as like strong as I'm, as I'm, it's not even believing as I am like living in the day to day, like, is that really healthy? Is that really right? Is that, so that's something that's come up for me. So it's like, if I had, which people do, right. People who don't even have a history with this, people have ice cream when they're sad or like shit like that. Um, like that is a thing people do, but for me, something like that, like even having the thought about like, oh, I'm sad now I want ice cream. Like Mm -hmm. I would attribute so much deeper meaning of like, oh shit, do I still have a disorder relationship with food? So I just think it depends. Yeah. And then when you get into that spiral, like how do you get, like get out of it? What, do you know what I mean? 
I know I do. I do. So I think literally, and I hope this is helpful because it's helpful for me, but I was, what made me think about it is what I said to a friend before who's having some anxieties just around like a really big next step moving out of her childhood home, like really big things is I said, no matter what, no matter what the fear, what the doubt, no matter how extreme, how bad, how good, everything is figure outable. Yes. <laughs> and that, and yes. that is, that's what I come back to in myself. Yeah. And I, I think the difference is too, though, I have gained a different level of trust with myself to figure out anything that comes my way. Yep. So I think that is a key difference is that any mm-hmm. fear or doubt or thought that I spiral down, I really come back to the grounding thought and conversation with myself of even if that happens, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I really, really love that. And it's so true. Like everything is figure outable. It yeah. is. And yeah. like, if we can at least come back to that when we're having bad moments or bad thought patterns or fear of a next step or a change in our life, like if we could come back to that and I use that all the time too, like it really can free us in so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like, I know that for someone listening, who's like, okay, but like, I'm still feeling uncomfortable about these thoughts. And that doesn't really do it for me because this is like the ex- extreme extremity of the thought. I, I totally get it, but I would encourage you to really try and to not just think it, to do everything in your power to like garner every ounce of evidence of things you have overcome in the past mm. because everybody's overcome something. Yes. Yes. And using that as your example of like, oh, I figured this out at this time and I didn't even think I would. Mm. So just like adding to your like toolbox of reasons why you can And hopefully that will help build your confidence that even these things that feel so scary now, even if they happen, which they probably won't, you'll figure it out. I love that. I I couldn't have said it better myself. And I think we should leave it on that note because I think that is some great advice for anyone that is going through a change or is afraid of something coming up in their life or is just dealing with some scary thoughts because our thoughts can be scary, that that is Um, a really great tool. So I hope that everybody, even if you're having a shitty day or going through one of those things that you can find some joy in the day or some resilience, like um, sometimes joy is too hard. So if you can just find some resilience through the day, like that's great. And like the resilience can be in like the smallest things. Um, so wishing that for everybody and letting y'all know that like, we have shitty days too. And it's okay. Oh my God, yeah. It's oh, yeah. okay. I think also sometimes like it, sometimes I'll trick myself to think that like other people don't have shitty days or like people that I aspire to be like, don't have shitty days. And that ain't true, but no. I sometimes believe it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, no. literally everybody on this planet and probably people who aren't on this planet. um, (laughs) And the the, aliens. And the aliens. They have bad days. They have bad days. They got bad days too. Well, wishing the aliens the best of luck. Yes. All of our love. (laughs) and we hope you guys enjoyed the episode we have some amazing guests coming up in the future and i hope you're loving the guests that we have had the past few weeks please leave us a rating and review on apple Podcasts, and share the show with your friends we love you we love you talk to you thursday bye bye Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. 
you're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.